latest from Scotston. This is Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors' official podcast. Hello and welcome back to Warriors Weekly. This week, I'm joined by the one and only Aki Suley. Aki, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. We're here across in Dublin ahead of our game against Leinster tomorrow night. So we're recording this ahead of schedule because the guys are going to be away. They're getting a week and a half break. So I thought I'd catch up with you, Aki. You've been here about four months now, is it? Yeah, almost four months now. And you've settled in pretty well, I would have said. I think you've done, you've played every game. Uh, I missed I missed a few at the start, at the just start. sort of settling in, and then, yeah, pretty much every game since I've yeah. um, had my first game. And then I'm right in thinking that you came straight off a season in New Zealand, am I right? Yeah, so I played Mida 10 for Otago and then went down in the semi-finals against Hawke's Bay and mm-hmm. then uh, came here. Came here, later, yeah. four-week break, and then straight into it. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. What was your first game? Leinster. Leinster? Yeah. Whoo! Baptism of fire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you remember about that game? I remember uh, looking to play at least 20 minutes, but ended up playing 70. So yeah. uh, I was, was just trying to get through that game. And I think the adrenaline and just the hype got me through, I guess. So who's it that went down that you came on for? Ollie. 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 Kibble, uh It was frozen. I remember the pitch being frozen and the scrum collapsed and then... He got a head knock, so he went off for a test, and then I sort of went on and kind of expe- expected to come back off. Yeah. And then I remember George Horn as Waterboy and saying, "Nah, mate, you're playing the whole seventy. <laughs> so <laughs> the lungs, the lungs, took a bit of a um, shock to the system. But yeah. Now nah, we got through, and nah. Yeah. And it must have been a little bit of a shock to the system as well, coming from what would be almost summer rugby. Uh, I guess it was what would have been spring rugby for you, yeah. coming then almost to pretty much winter rugby with yeah. us. It was freezing cold at the Leinster game, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it was warm over there and um, it was starting to pick up. So, yeah, coming here, <laughs> it's a bit of a change. So, Yeah. So, I'm looking to talk to you about your rugby journey, so how you ended up with the Warriors. So, obviously, you're from New Zealand. Parents are Samoan? Yeah. Yeah. So, growing up, did you, I'm assuming you played rugby being, from, being a Kiwi. Did you play any other sports? Uh, I actually started off playing rugby league. Oh, really? In okay. Christchurch. So, yeah, started off playing league and didn't really uh, play rugby union until t- about 13. So I started right, okay. pretty late. And, um, yeah, played uh, first 15 t- at Timaru Boys. Then after that, sort of sort of left uh, to Dunedin mm-hmm. and then played with your family then. or nah just me just right. went, I actually went for study okay and then and then made the Otago team first year and then made the Highlanders after that and then yeah played played uh, at least maybe four or five years there and then came over here to the yeah. Warriors so were you always a prop when you were 13 when you came from rugby league did you go straight into the front row or did you start further yeah, back yeah I've, I've always been a been a chubby kid so I've always um asked the coaches if I could um jump in the backs but uh yeah. they were always like oh have a have a good preseason. we'll see and um yeah that never never, never transpired yeah. <laughs> nah so what prompted the move from league to union I guess just lack of teams right, um, okay. where I was playing because I moved to Timaru after right. um, living in Christchurch, lived there for a bit. 
and then there were um, not much uh, league teams around, so kind of had to transfer to the rugby union, which worked out well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, obviously you're here now. So when you went to Dunedin, was there? Did you have a goal in mind of playing for Otago? Nah, no. So rugby, rugby wasn't the um, goal. I sort of, sort of uh, moved to Dunedin to get away from home. Right. Okay. But um, yeah, I've always, I've always loved the game rugby, and and uh, went and played for one of the club teams in Dunedin, Tyree, and then, and then Tony Brown was coaching Otago then, and sort of sort of uh, seen, seen me play a couple of times and got me into the academy and then sort of worked my way up from there. I, I think when I made the academy and then training there for a few months sort of made me realise I could probably make something out of this. So yeah. so it's just trained real hard and, and then, yeah, things S- came out. So how old were you when you made your professional debut? I think I was 18 or 19. Right, okay. Yeah. Who against? Do you remember? Do you remember? I think it was Northland, Northland, right. and the in the Mitre Ten Cup. And did you start, or was it? Uh, nah, off the bench. Off the bench. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was that was quite cool. Yeah. Um, do you remember what the score was? Do you remember? Is it one of those ones that's kind of like vividly stuck in your mind that you'll remember forever? Your first ever cap. Um, yeah, I guess so. In a bit, I guess probably just the build up. Right. Um, just leading up to it, just being real nervous mm-hmm. as any other kid would be. Yeah. So um, yeah, just remember, remember listening to the music and and just trying to get hyped for it. So yeah, that that's all pretty much. Yeah, I can remember that like it was yesterday. So yeah, and then you played for the Highlanders for five years. Yeah. So what was that like? It, it was it was it was cool. Um, you know, watching the likes of Aaron Smith and Ben Smith play. Um, you know, I looked up to those boys and um, being you know rubbing shoulders with them was quite quite surreal so that was awesome i drew my time there um being coached under tony brown and jamie joseph they were of course um, yeah um uh great coaches so you know uh they show it now in the world rugby uh, yeah doing things for japan rugby and stuff so yeah it was cool um working under them and and the likes of uh aaron major and that coming through later so um yeah that was awesome are there any standout moments from that time when you were there <laughs> I say it every time because every every other person always hits me up about it. Just that I guess that Lions tour. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. So it was yeah. you and Siwa, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, me and Siwa. So yeah, that was that was uh, unreal. Just just the build up, the whole week, and um, and then having past players come in and talk to you, and uh, and share their experiences with the. With their time uh, yeah. playing and playing against the Lions, because it only happens every 12, 12 years. So, yeah. so uh, that was awesome to see. Um, seeing the city um, get packed, um, that was just cool. And um, obviously getting the win, yeah, and then celebrating it with the uh, boys was um, was awesome. And uh, one memory I probably won't forget for a while now. And you were involved in was it the scrum at the end that you guys got the penalty for, or what was yes, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So was it you and C in the front row at that point? Yeah. 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 So what was the buzz like after winning that? Surely that's like just oh, insane. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. And, um just just knowing that um you had Marty going for that penalty kick. Yeah. You just kinda had no doubt on him. So yeah. it was pretty cool. Big night out after? Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And 
so when you were in New Zealand, uh, well, I guess now we see a lot, of, lot on social media. You have a lot of friends, Lima Sapawanga, maybe one that stands out, who are always commenting on stuff like that. So I'm guessing you must have made a lot of friends there. You've kind of kept on. I see you almost almost every week. Somebody's tagging you in something that's yeah. you know a, a big name player in New Zealand. Yeah, I've, yeah, we make uh, yeah made heaps of um, I guess lifelong friends. Yeah, and especially um, having those boys over here in, mm-hmm. in the UK playing, um, it's always good to um, you know keep in touch with them and yeah, hopefully hopefully next break or so um, probably go over and go visit them and see how they're doing. So. Nah, it's cool um, seeing what they're doing and taking their talent somewhere else than yeah. other than um, playing it over there in the Landers. So nah, that's awesome to have, see. Have you played against any former, I guess, colleagues? Nah, I haven't yet. So right. um, I've, I'm looking forward to the day we do, um, especially against uh, Waisaki and Lima. Right, okay. You know, they, they like to put a bit of banter out. So right. yeah, it'd be good to get a win over there. So that's a matchup you really want, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't mind it. Is there anyone in the Pro 14 that you're kind of you've got your eye on? Anyone that you used to play with? Oh, just I played against my mate uh, Josh Renton. Right. Okay. He played for Zebra. We played oh, against okay, him a yeah. couple couple of weeks ago. So um, that was awesome um, to uh, to play. You know, just yeah. giving um, giving him a bit of banter and stuff like that, and I also catching up with him. So that was yeah, that was quite cool. Yeah. And then what prompted the move over here to the Warriors after five years with the Highlanders? Uh, obviously using rugby as a platform to travel right so um and then dave rennie was coaching here he was um they were playing some good good footy and stuff so that's that's what attracted me and um i knew i knew what he was like as a coach and as a person so so um yeah came over here and um enjoying it so far yeah so um, yeah loving the setup loving the environment and stuff like that so so yeah Good choice for me, I yeah. guess. So, so how did the offer come about? Like, does, is your agent just let you know? Oh, by the way, the Warriors, the Glasgow Warriors, um, are looking at you. And then is it a case of I have no idea who the Warriors are? And you do your research, yeah. or no? Because because I was injured um, right. during the Super season that was mm-hmm. uh, just been, and um, I was I was coming off contract. So um, me and my agent sort of had a discussion about what we wanted to do. If I wanted to stick around or. If I wanted to, you know, look elsewhere, yeah, and then obviously my agent looks after Siwa, oh, okay. so um, there was a bit of a connection over there, and uh, yeah, my agent just hit up the Glasgow Warriors, and I think they got talking, and then sort of, sort of um, asked if there was a spot available, and yeah. then agent came back to me and said this was available and whatnot, and then. Having a couple of chats to a few others like Siwa, yeah, and um, yeah, heard good things. So, so that's what yeah brought me over here. And do you get a call from Dave Rennie or anything like that? Does that happen? Like when when they're like, right, we want to take you on. Do you get this? You yep. know, sometimes seeing the movies and stuff yep. like that. You know, you get the call from yep. the head coach. You see these NFL documentaries. Yep. You know, they call the head coach and go. You know, we really want you here. Yeah. Well, yeah, I talked to Renz a couple of times and he sort of just had he answer me and see what my intentions were and coming over and. I just told him uh, I was pretty keen to, you know, explore the world and, yeah. and come over this side and see what what I can bring uh, with my with my rugby talent. So, yeah. so yeah, this um, he was pretty keen on that and um, yeah, it got me over. Um, so yeah, yeah. And then 
you say you wanted to use rugby to travel. Obviously, we travel a lot for games, but also in the breaks, you've done a fair bit of traveling. So we had a break at the end of January, start of February, and you went away with Stafford McDowell and Charlie Caps as well and did quite yeah. a bit of Europe. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, we did um, yeah, a bit of Europe. So it was originally me, Stafford and uh, Tom Gordon. Right. But he made the Scotland team, so course, he had to yeah. pull out. And uh, we did... We did five five cities in uh, ten days. Right, interrailing was it or? Yeah, interrailing. So, um, so we flew to Bratislava for the first two nights, and then did a bit of sightseeing, <laughs> and then after that we we uh, took the train to I think it was Vienna. Right. And yeah, had a couple of nights there sightseeing. Uh, we went to the gym actually too. Right. Okay. Yeah. Got to keep it ticking <laughs> over. If you want to put that down. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and then we trained to Budapest a couple of nights, and that that was probably my favourite. Yeah. Uh, Budapest was uh, quite a cool um cool city. Um, had heaps of uh buzzy bars and yeah. stuff like that. Did you go to the like the crazy weird? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, we went to the uh, thermospas. Thermospas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, there's there's that bar that's like indoors. It's almost like an arcade, and there's oh yes, uh, Zempla or something. Z- yeah, Zempla. Yeah, Zempler, like yeah. A, yeah. Well, that was quite cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, then after that, uh, we I think we flew from there mm-hmm. to Prague. Right. Okay. For two nights there, went around there. That was quite a quite a cool place, and then then trained to Berlin for another yeah. two, and then and then back home. So um, how well did you know Stafford before you actually went on that journey? Uh, not that well. Not that well. No, like we got along. Yeah, yeah. We got along before, but then uh, I think, I think our relationship, yeah, <laughs> went up. Yeah, <laughs> went up after that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so we play Leinster on Friday, and then on Sunday, you guys have got another week and a half off just during during the international break, and you're again going away and taking advantage of that time off to go travelling. So this time you're going to Krakow, is that right? Yeah, Krakow. So yeah. we're going, uh, yeah, Poland. Yeah, a few few lads. Yeah. Um, so we're only going for three nights. I right, think okay. ten days was too long last time. Yeah. So no, that that'll be quite cool. Um, different group of guys as well, isn't it? Yeah, different group of guys. Me, Squigsy, uh, Nick Greg. Yeah, Nick Greg, um, Bubba, Andrew Davidson, <laughs> and George Thornton, and Nico Matawalu. Nico's coming, is he? I think so. Think so. <laughs> don't know. I don't know with him. He's, he, he's, he told, um, he told me today he was he's, coming. He's hot and cold. So. Yeah. Just so yeah. Last minute tag. I think he's he? he's booked his flight, but right. he's he's the type of guy that if he misses it, that's just money. He does. He's not too worried about money. <laughs> <laughs> so, coming back to the rugby and coming back to your first kind of three months, four months with us here, you've settled in incredibly quick. Like, I'm blown away. Like, I see almost every weekend you're hanging out with the guys. You've gotten really close to a lot of the Islander boys. So that's Nico, Mesu, Ratu, Siwa. Obviously, you're living with Siwa still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what would you put that down to? Is that all just kind of, is that our culture? Is that just those guys being really friendly? Is it you? Just you, you make friends really easily? What is it? Oh, I think it's a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I hope everyone likes me on the yeah. team. I think they do. I think you're all right there, Axe. But um, I don't know. I, I guess it's... I think it's just the Islander thing, like yeah. with every other Islander, like they're always going to get along. Like, um, yeah, it's just the, just the Islander thing, which yeah. is a bonus. Um, and the environment's great. Like, it's good culture here. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, good setup here. Yeah. So I get along with all, all the boys here, yeah. and they've they've really made it easy for me. So to transition yeah. um, from New Zealand to here, so it's good um, and it's going well. And I guess it's um, making me not miss much um, miss home that much. So right. Okay, that's good. So um, yeah, everyone's yeah. talking about oh, do you miss home that much? But I'm like, oh, not really. Just <laughs> just so busy and like yeah, I do. You're with friends I do and miss home, like but yeah. like. I, like I'm enjoying it here, so mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. And then you were part of the band that we recently announced uh, raised about I think uh, ten thousand. Have you hit over ten thousand? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Apparently we've um, made over ten k, which is yeah. quite cool. Um, yeah. That's all. That's also the thing that I like about um, um, Glasgow as well. Glasgow <laughs> got me saying Glasgow as well. <laughs> but um, no, nah, it's cool how how the team interacts with the community and yeah. um, how the community um, supports the team. That's quite cool to see. And I think for the boys to do that and uh, raise uh, raise that money to the um, the hospital, yeah. which is quite cool. So um, I think I was just jamming um, jamming a bit with Ratu and Ratu was doing um, some stuff with the band as well. So they got me in and then mm-hmm. did a couple of songs and stuff like that. So... Because I got a, um, I was brought up in a musical family, so right, okay. so um, through church and stuff. So, I'd always um, play a bit of music and stuff. So that's how I got into music, and now I was, I was, I was pretty happy to help. Yeah. So you sung two songs, but so I, I'm assuming then, if you kind of grew up doing a lot of music, that wasn't your first ever live performance. Yeah, I've d- yeah I've done a couple, but yeah. this was probably like probably stands out for me, just right? Because just because we made that money, yeah, for a good cause. And um, the hype, the hype, yeah, um, towards that gig was quite cool. So yeah. that was awesome. Oh, it was great. It was oh, it was an incredible night, and you know, and all the players yeah. turned up, and all the fans, and it was just yeah. yeah, it was it was so good. It was yeah, blew away my expectations. You know, when you first kind of pitched it to us, I was like, oh okay, yeah. sounds like a good idea. We'll see what we can do. You know, tickets selling out in twelve minutes. Yeah, over ten thousand pounds raised. Yeah, that's, just that's incredible. The, um, I think it was the event manager or something. He's saying, he's like, I don't know how you guys are sold tickets that fast and you don't even have a band name yeah or any kit music <laughs> like any kit music kit so yeah so how many actually people have their own instruments in that band oh like we we have like our guitars and stuff yeah. like that but we just don't have like amps, like and, amps and like yeah. proper amps to mm-hmm. like go through like the big sound systems yeah. and stuff like that so nah, it was incredible so a few highlights on the pitch i just want to talk to you about your you're still to get your first try for the Warriors. It's one thing that I have on my list is I know that there's a few boys who are still waiting to get their first tries. Yeah. And it's always waiting there. I'm ready to post the minute any of you guys score. Yeah. And I thought last weekend you had it. Yeah. I thought you had it against the Dragons, but just a few too many movements. Yeah, I think I just yeah got too greedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just got too... White line fever. White line fever. So I think if I just placed it back or maybe released it and stood up and picked it up again... Yeah. Maybe it would have turned out different, but nah, I just, yeah, just seeing the line and then everything, I just blacked out after yeah. that. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> yeah. And then also in the Dragons game, you had that offload to Ratu. Oh, man. That was some offload. What, two guys hanging off you, yeah. managed to get your arm free. It was almost, it was Leone Nakarawa, Sonny yeah. Bill Williams-esque, out the back door, Ratu catches yeah. it, and he's just, just caught. Yeah, I was... I'm pretty angry with Ratu there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not not often I'll, I'll ever do that ever yeah. again. So, nah, Ratu. I think Ratu knows what he owes me now. So yeah, he was pretty gutted too. But 
Nah, yeah, it was quite it was quite cool. Um, I've been watching Leone too. Yeah. Um, and how he does it and uh-huh. stuff, and how, how, like what what to do um to run off him. Yeah. Because cause sometimes when he's running, like you sort of know when he's um gonna pass it off. Mm-hmm. So, nah, it's quite cool. To, like yeah. um just watching him and how he does it, and he gave me a few tips, and then. I was thinking about doing that, and then that that pulled out mm-hmm. um, last week, and so, nah. Hopefully, hopefully we get to try next time. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Leone's ridiculous. He's played a game and a half for us in the Pro 14. He's already third in the Pro 14 for offloads this whole season, which is just yeah. ridiculous. That's that's the OLK, yeah, offload king. <laughs> so, have you seen the Twitter thread about your stats from the Dragons game? Uh... <laughs> So you had 19 nights, so this is from uh, Top of the Moon GW, so he does a lot of stats for us. So he put a little thread together. So you had 19 carries in the game, and that's the only time in the last eight seasons that a prop has made more carries. So that's, so in 220, you're the first prop in 222 games to make 19 carries. Seven passes, which is the equal highest for a prop in the last 222 games. And four defenders beaten, which is equal best for a prop, tied with Gordon Reed and Alex Allen. 50 metres made, just the third time in the last 222 games a prop has made 50 metres or more for Glasgow Warriors. Oh. Those are, those are some impressive stats. Yeah. Like, those are some ridiculous stats. All in one game as well. You know, yeah. that's not just that, you know, achieved one stat in one game. That's four, yeah. that's four stats, all that yeah. are the best we've seen in years. How does that make you feel? Pretty, yeah, it's a pretty cool way, eh? pretty yeah. cool feeling. I'll have to try beat it next time. <laughs> <laughs> Get the overall record. Is, yeah. that the, is that the goal now, is it? Yeah. yeah. I'll try I'll try my best, but yeah, probably won't happen for a while. Yeah. And you, you've put up some, some in some of the other games, I remember La Rochelle away, you were, I think, you were awarded Defender of the Week. And you made, oh, yeah, yeah. And, in the 80th minute, we're holding La Rochelle at the line, and you made four tackles in a row, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That was the on Monday when we did our review. And they put that clip up. Yeah. Just the excitement of the guys. Yeah. Every time you got straight back up to your feet, hit another guy, hit another guy. Do you remember that at all? Or is that one that's kind uh, of like, just fo- almost like, can you know, at that point, you're not really thinking about it. You're just making those tackles. Do you and see how tired I was? I, I, I can see how yeah. tired you were, yeah. I think I blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just totally mad. But yeah, yeah, is it one of those ones like, once you've hit that fourth tackle, do you suddenly go, hang on, I've made the last four tackles? Or is it something yeah. that you're just not thinking about? You're just no, getting you up off the deck, defending really the line, aren't especially, you? Especially in that time time of the game, mm-hmm. you just don't really don't really think about it. You just kind of just keep going until until they force an, until you guys force an area. Yeah. So, no. It's just like um, waiting to get on the field, I guess. Yeah. You're sort of like, that's, that's the worst part of the game, mm-hmm. like you're waiting to get on the field. But I think once you're on there, like nothing, nothing else matters. You just, you just play your game, and and then yeah, it's just any like any other game. Yeah. So you're with us now for another season ahead. So we've got the rest of this season and then next season. Yeah. What are you looking to do over the next season and a half? A bit more travelling, I'm guessing. Yeah, <laughs> a bit more travelling. So <laughs> I'm just, just, just uh, trying to take off, take off as many uh, countries and stuff like yeah. that. So, but also, also at the same time. Just try keep playing some good footy. Yeah. Uh, be consistent, and um, yeah, that's that's just my goal, I guess. Right, Aki, thank you very much for joining me. Hey, no worries. Right, enjoy your travels. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Ta. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. <laughs> 
And that's all from Warriors Weekly this week. Tickets are on sale for our final three home games of the 2019-2020 season against Ulster, Cheetahs and Ospreys. Get your tickets and support the Warriors as we look to cement our place in the Pro 14 quarterfinals from GlasgowWarriors.org. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast.